Hello Barbarians, and welcome back to another episode where it's just, just me and Santiago being alone and unprepared because shelter in place. Yeah. Are we really alone though, if we're together? Well, I mean, you're alone. Oh. As a PC. Oh, as a player character. <laughs> Maze, you're just gonna have to get a different toy. Major. Simi, shush. Apparently they're all upset because I said you're the only <laughs> player character. So they all had to make noise. We're, we're also... And, and we're also somewhat prepared. I mean, you know, we're not... Uh, we're not using the cat for toilet paper or anything like that. No, I mean, we're okay. Yeah. I don't know that your character is okay. Because she's alone. Yeah. I mean, she has some buddies, mm-hmm. but... True. I'm, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Although, I have grown rather fond of, uh, of Laika, so it's tough to, uh, to have my normal um, devil-may-care, lackadaisical attitude oh, yeah. towards you, like, characters. Dare me to kill them? Yeah, where I just, well, I mean, I don't dare you. It's like, I just don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that just makes my gameplay experience that that much more enjoyable. Last time, you did a job for Slash joined the Harpers. You got information from a talking mare that described two persons that appeared to be Zentrum agents planning some things against Xanathar's guild. And you recognized the descriptions as matching your two contacts in the Zentrum who you are also working for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You haven't brought that information back yet. Right. Uh, But, you know, that's kind of where we are. Oh, and there's some rats in your tavern. You know, nothing weird, just rats. Yeah. So, what would you like to do? You want to rest? You want to go talk to people? What's up? I don't think that I need to rest or anything like that because I don't recall spending any abilities or taking any damage or anything really last time. There was a lot of clerical shit that I was seeing too, so... Right. Um, it is late evening, though. Okay. Uh, that, I mean, that's all right. I okay. tend to operate a lot at night. Yeah. You know, um, I've been wanting to see to my, um, my tap room construction, getting that over, you know, set up, but I'm going to need to finance that. That was like the main concern last time was that I need to... There's a lot I have to pay for. I have a lot of expenses to turn this into a revenue stream. Mm -hmm. And so I'm starting to have visions of those crates and crates of silver bars that I discovered before in the Xanathar basement or whatever that was. In the Zenturm warehouse? Zenturm warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's the Zenturm warehouse, and my two friends... 
at the yawning portal are also Zentrum, right? Well, your your contacts there, yeah, are one of the factions you have done jobs for. Right. Is the Zentrum. So they probably won't help me rob their own place. I wouldn't think so. Is the thing. I mean, you can always try. I You know, I doubt it. I'll probably <laughs> get found out, you know. But what I need to do is I need to go to the yawning portal so that I can let them know what's up. Mm-hmm. Let them know what I'm going to do. I'm gonna complete the the mission and report the information truthfully and that they are the subject of that so I'm doing them a favor giving them a heads up right but I'm also being straight up with them okay and while I'm there then I need to hire some muscle so that I have someone to carry away these crates of silver that I'm planning to um, liberate from that storage room if they're still there. Okay. So I think I'm going to head over to the Yawning Portal to try to do so. Okay. So you can easily make your way to the Yawning Portal. It being late slash early in the morning, I guess, late in the evening, does not stop a bar from functioning. True. So, um, yeah, you get there, and it's as it's normal level busy. It's a little rowdy because counting portal always is, <laughs> um, you know. But it's a uh, it's what you'd expect. Nothing strange. You know, Yager is, you know, doing arm wrestling for money like she normally does and that sort of thing. Well, cool. She's there. Uh, who was it? Was Yagra and who was the other person? Davil Starsong. Okay, I think I'll just warn Yagra, and if she wants to warn Davil or whatever she chooses to do with that information, is her business. Okay. Cause I'm really, I'm only like homies with Yagra, not so much Davil. Right. Think. Yeah. No, he is more the the contact you just met because she introduced you. Um, but yeah, you've definitely interacted with her on a social level a lot more. Yeah. So I'm going to, uh, make my way to where she's arm wrestling for money. Okay. And I'm going to watch the bout waiting for it to complete. Right. Uh, let me see how she does she plays it really well, like where the burly human male that she's up against really thinks he's going to win. You know, he has her like at a 45 degree angle, his advantage. Then she like grins with her like tusks sticking out and everything and whams his arm over to the other side, Damn. collects her silver pieces off the table. And then she looks over and sees you there and gets up from the table, walks over. Cool. I'd like to see if I could uh, maybe have her favorite um, drink waiting for her. I don't know if that's a possible thing that I could have had done. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Previously. Yep. So uh, you have the, the very large mug 
<laughs> that you hand up to her? Yeah. yeah. Along with my little cup of whatever. Yeah. And she takes it very delicately. It's all, It looks small in her hand, you know? But After you've been holding it with both hands, trying to balance your little drink and everything. <laughs> that trick of the camera where yeah. you're holding this giant mug and then you hand it over and it's this little tiny yeah. thing. <laughs> That's cool. Um, she says, oh, how's the tavern going? So far, so good. Uh, you know, um, looking around for investors at the time, but I think that uh, I'll be able to pull it off. You'll be arm wrestling there for money in no time. Good, good, yeah. Hopefully the, you know, jobs I've been able to help you with have been helping out with that. Definitely laying the groundwork. But say, speaking of which, let's find a nice, crowded, busy, boisterous corner to have a conversation. And I'm going to look around for somewhere we can talk where it's really loud and everything so that we don't have a chance of being overheard. Alright. I mean, there's there's a lot of that in this place. There you go. So, there are many floors to choose from. It's definitely easy to find a busy area, which you do. So, what requires such a public table? Well, Yagra, I gotta say, I've come across some information, and it's as a result of one of these missions that I've completed. And I want to be straight with you. I'm going to hand this mission in. But I wanted to tell you first, give you a head look, because we're friends. So here's what's going on. I'm going to relate the story of talking to the mayor about the contact and how Xanathar is going to move against these two. Or whoever is going to move against these two Xenthrum agents. The Harpers were looking for information about the identities of Zents working in Waterdeep. And the mayor identified Yagra and Dabble as Zent agents that were plotting against Xanathar's guild. Okay. So... No one told you any specific plans to do anything about it. It seems like an information gathering sort of thing. Right. But they're keeping an eye on you as a thing, and they're probably going to make a move soon once I turn this mission in. Because I'm going to tell them what the mayor told me. I'm not going to tell them anything else, of course, but I'm telling you first. I haven't told anyone else. Hmm. Well, in a city like Waterdeep, I mean, our description shouldn't get us into too much trouble. So, I appreciate you keeping it that vague when you report it. But, I understand. You're doing jobs. Everyone's gotta eat, right? (laughs) That is true. And I'll raise my little cup to try and clink it with her giant mug so we can finish our night together. All I can do is try to get you better jobs on our side. Maybe it'll be less of an issue in the future. Well, if it comes up, I'll always make sure and take care of my own. I want you to believe that. I do. You've proved yourself to me already. So, now that that business is concluded, I'm going to start looking around the yawning portal for 
Some likely muscle for hire. Not too dumb, not too smart. Just basically do what they are told and keep their mouth shut. And not try to double cross me where it's like, you know, oh, I'm helping you get all this stuff and you're only paying me this much. We should split this because that'd be way more. And it's like, no, I'm paying you like, you know, I don't know, like five silver to just come with me, remain inconspicuous, and carry some heavy shit. You know what I mean? That's all you gotta do. It won't take very long. So, are you looking around for people that match kind of what you're looking for? Are you asking someone? How are you handling I'm starting around by looking around because I feel like I'll be able to spot a likely candidate. All right. Based on my underground expertise. Sure. Uh, so what kind of role do you want to make in keeping with that? Because um, your underground expertise just means you have contacts everywhere, right? Yeah, or, that's my okay. ear to the ground. It okay. means I have a contact. But the way it's worded is like... You kind of know what's going on. Yeah, you are... You are in frequent contact with people in the segment of society that your chosen quarries move through. So, like, I'm, yeah. I'm a regular, and I know people and stuff like that. And yeah, I have, like, a, a close contact, but... Okay. Um, so what role would you like to make? I'll give you advantage on it because of your background. Okay. Like, perception, investigation, yeah. what sort of thing? Um, I think I'll do perception. Okay. Advantage roll, please. I didn't prep any dice. Ah. Roll with advantage on my perception. Here we go. Alright. That looks like a 14. Okay. So, you see a small group. I'd say like a trio. Of very stereotypical... Yemetan tavern types. Like starry-eyed, like they've never been in a city this big before, want to get their start as adventurers, um, you know, looking to see if there's a job board in here, you know, just completely taken with all of the like fancy armored adventurer types that they see getting into scuffles and doing whatever. So, a, a gullible group, I guess I would say, waiting for work. Oh, cool. Waiting to make a name for themselves. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. That's perfect. So, I'm gonna rub my, uh, rub my hands together in, in a savory anticipation. Not, not quite the dry washing that right. comes with an outright lie. But just, <laughs> all right. And I will approach them with my job offer. Okay. Walk up to them, size them up, and see who. Um, I'm going to pick who I think is the leader among them. Yeah, so there's a, a young human lad amongst the group. Um, who 
seems a little bit more like, you know, has his whole My First Fighter uniform. Very shiny sword, probably not sharp. Like, shield that's never been touched by anything, full leathers and all of that. And as you walk over, he goes, A goblin! Uh, I mean, <clears throat> hello. <laughs> nice. I'm glad I was recognized as a goblin, at least. I feel good about that. Because uh, usually yeah. I just am this adorable baby Yoda looking thing. Right. You know, to, to humans. Because normally I don't really look like an actual goblin. So that that makes me feel good. But I'm not going to get distracted. And it doesn't register on an emotional level. But I'll give them my best appraising look. Swirling my drink in my little cup. And uh, with one hand, stroking my chin with the other, looking up and looking up at them, and then looking them up and down, praisingly. Mm-hmm. And go, ah, now I don't think you're quite up for this. And I'm going to turn around and start to walk away. Yeah, and then the um, the larger... No, you would recognize it. I mean, to most, maybe, they'd be like, what is this person, like, part giant or whatever? You recognize it as a Goliath female. Oh. She just kind of, like, knuckle whacks the, the boy. <laughs> it's a job, Daniel. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, no, we're very experienced adventurers, and we happen to be available for work. Well... I thought I hoped as much, but I really don't think that uh, on closer inspection that uh, this is something that you could handle. It's rife with danger and intrigue, and the payoff is wondrous beyond your wildest dreams. So much so that even at my level of expertise, I couldn't handle it on my own, which is why I'm looking for help. That said, however, we might be able to get you started on something small so that you can get into uh, the groove, so to speak, and then we can move on to the main event, if you're interested. Uh, yeah, uh, what What do you need us to do? Ah, well, come with me, my new friends. Let's talk. We'll go back to that same corner where uh, Yagra... Was, or is, right. She was. She moved back to her, her work. She moved on. Okay, cool. All right. And I'm going to abandon the fictional um, highfalutin job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> High fantasy stakes job. Right. And focus on the actual job. Because mm-hmm. we want to start with something small. And I'm just going to lay out for them. But kind of give it a... Uh, dramatic flourish that we're going to have to sneak into a well-guarded fortress and retrieve items of untold power which i mean money is really an item of untold power (laughs) and so and they're mysterious we have to take them back to my stronghold so that my magical friends can identify and handle them safely Um, but they're too heavy numerous for me to carry by myself but I can mastermind this and I'll pay them handsomely Daniel I've come home much 
um, what sort of pay? I mean, we are very serious adventurers. We need to, you know, make sure it's in line, commensurate with our experience, you know, that sort of thing. Why don't I see here? There are three of you, carry the two. Why don't I give you 15 silver and you can divide it amongst yourselves as you see fit? Right, they kind of like turn towards each other, have like a mini huddle at the table. Um, the third of their group is a halfling who's been silent this entire time. Hmm. And uh, there's, you know, some loud whispering and that sort of thing. And then they turn back to you. Daniel says, We've decided we can make that work. Splendid. I will, uh, I trust this will secure your services. And then slide five silver across to them up front. The understanding being that the differences due upon completion. And we will meet back here tomorrow night. Okay. At, uh, I don't know how you tell time in this world, but like, you know, um, 10 o'clock or okay. so. Yeah. They, I mean, there would be like timekeeper types, like, you know, doing the, the time call and all that stuff. Probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, you enough. know, priors and whatnot. When rich people have clocks, but yeah. they're not, like, how are they synchronized? Mm-hmm. I mean, don't worry about it. It's magic. <laughs> you know, it could, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. They um, they agree to your terms. Um, and Daniel reaches to shake your hand. Excellent. I'll, uh... <laughs> I'll pull my hands into my chest, sort of a bird-like kind of posture, where they're folded up against my chest, and lean back a little bit, look up at him. Oh, forgive me if I don't shake hands. Allow me to introduce you to the latest custom. And I'll hold out an elbow towards him. We can do kind of a, a elbow bump. Are you social distancing him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Trying to promote it, you know. Okay. <laughs> can't, can't hurt, right? The password is you wash your damn hands. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so cool. You have hired some baby adventurers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a human, a goliath, and a halfling. Cool. Halflings are a lot stronger than they look. Not unlike goblins. And, uh, so, cool. I'm going to meet them back here tomorrow night to pull off my heist. Yep. Alright. Cool. So, let's, uh, let's head back to my manor. Check on the rat sitch, the tap room progress, and get some rest. Okay. So, when you return to the tap room, Shan has been waiting up for you. Okay. Birds are in their various bed nests, whatever <laughs> you want to call them. So. We did, like you said, try to keep an eye out in case it wasn't just rats. And I definitely saw some small shapes out in the alley. Not rat-sized. Um, not 
human-sized either. Uh, something small but humanoid. Um, it looks mostly like they're keeping watch, but I think in the morning I might take a look around when there's a bit more light, see if I can spot anything of interest. But no new rats in the tavern since you were here. Good work. That's something we're going to have to fix immediately. So, uh, yeah, keep it up and let's get it taken care of. How much gold do you have right now? I have 64 gold, 3 plat. Okay. And I used to have 10 silver, now I only have 5. <laughs> so she leans down like next to the bar stool where she's sitting and like she's reaching for this like pouch that's on the ground um and then there's like kind of a cold breeze and it like lifts up to her hand she's like that wasn't my magic you know the i think this spirit that's here is really starting to like us but um the the rest of us three have been talking and we really appreciate you letting us stay here and help you work on the place and so we want to give you this. And she hands you the the pouch. <laughs> which jingles appreciably. Nice. nice. Should have been like, oh, what? No, no, I don't know if I can, because I'm expecting her to ask me to pay them. Mm. <laughs> and then it turns out they want to give me a token of their appreciation. So I have to pivot into like, oh, I couldn't possibly accept. I mean, you know. <clears throat> But I mean, if you insist. <laughs> <laughs> and she explains. She's like, you know, we've all gotten paid as part of our work with you, um, doing the various jobs that you take when we tag along. And of course, with my ma's business, I've been able to, to make a bit and get established here as well. And I know, we all, we're happy that you let us be here. That's all. So this is our gesture to try to get the place up and running. Well, see that it's put to good use. Uh, thank you so much, Shan. I know you will. And good night. Good night. Hmm. Okay. So you may add 150 gold to your inventory. Oh, goodness. All right. All right. 214 gold. That's, that's significant. Mm-hmm. All right. Gonna have to store some of it in my uh, strong box or similar. I can't carry it all with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I wanted to see to the development, check on the rats, and get some rest. I feel like, I mean, that first one was kind of both in one. Yeah. So I just got to get some rest now. All right. You successfully rest. If you've taken any damage, you might do All right. Cool. The next morning. I mean, unless you want to sleep in. When do you get up? Uh, man, I think I sleep a normal uh, amount. What, what is it? Like eight hours, ten hours, whatever. Sleep a normal amount. Okay. And then get up and get yeah. ready. So you'd be up mid morning or whatever. What are your plans? What do you want to do? Oh man. There's a 
my heist isn't going down until tonight. Right. So I would like, however, to um, see if I can case the joint a little bit. See if anything's changed. See what information I can gather. See what's going on. It's going to be during the day, and we're going to be working on it at night. But I want to check it out okay. first. Sure. So if there's uh, something nearby where I can surveil the place uh, inconspicuously, I'd like to do that. All right. Um, so we'll go ahead and do a couple of rolls. First, we'll do a stealth check just to make sure that you're not being suspicious or incredibly noticeable. Yeah. All right. That uh, looks like 21. Okay. And the next, um, what kind of role do you want to make to do the surveilling Ooh. or the checking out in? Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I feel like this could be perception or investigation. I don't know how much investigation would apply, though. But it does seem along the lines of those skills because I'm, yeah. like, staking it out, basically. Yeah. So... I'm going to try investigation. Sure. No, it's not as high as perception for me. All right. That is also 21. All right. I rolled a 19 on that bad boy. So, investigating the area subtly, as you are, um, you notice that it looks, like, partially cleared out. Like... Not that you're inside the building to know that, but what you notice is like there was the gate with the like dragon symbol on it, the Zent symbol, mm -hmm. um, and that's been like painted over. And you notice that like some of like the door that got kicked open um, has been kind of like boarded up a little bit, and there are drag marks and wagon marks to show some items have been moved. Mm -hmm. But it looks like maybe because the location was found out that at least some things have been moved. Yeah. I'm stealing myself for disappointment that I don't think that the silver cash is going to be there necessarily. But I have to know. It's going to drive me crazy. Right. And there might be something else uh, of opportunity. So, looks pretty good. Might be under new occupancy by it now. doesn't look occupied mm. from what you're seeing on the outside even easier doesn't seem occupied or guarded all right hmm well you know doesn't seem occupied doesn't seem guarded i'm not seeing anyone really keeping an eye on the joint or anything mm -hmm. like that no seems vacant all right well let's scout it out then more directly I want to sneak in there, see if I can take a peek in that room again. Because if, uh, if there's nothing there, there's no point in bringing the lobies into it and stuff like that. Right. And if it's uh, as unoccupied as it seems, then I should be able to, to check it out on my own, unimpeded. I will have you make another stealth check, just since you're entering the area now. This one turned out to be only 10, so an av 
average, a wholly mediocre attempt. Okay. So, I mean, you open the gate into the yard, it squeaks, but it's also the middle of the day. So, it's not, you don't have to be extra sneaky at this point to look like a normal person instead of a sneaky person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just kind of going about your business. Like I said, there's a couple boards over the door that was kicked in by um, your Kenku friend. Um, But you can easily fit under them because it's just like a couple boards across to show like, hey, don't go in there. Um, So up to you what you do from here. Okay. Oh, and I'll put you closer to, like, the gate that you came in by. There you go. So I just need to look around, really, and see if I can find this this room again, this, this storage closet. Yeah. So, yeah, you could easily do that. I mean, are you going in through the half-boarded door? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. All right. Uh, 19. All right. So looking around on the main floor, it looks like all of like the obvious, as you recall, there were a bunch of stuff in this main area that wasn't really valuable. Yeah. Like, you know, three seasons ago, flip-flops and shit like that. Okay. And um, a lot of that looks like it's been pulled out. You can tell from some of like the tags and marks in the area that it looks like Xanathar's guild came back and cleared the place out. But what is lucky for you is that Xanathar's guild came back and cleared the place out. This was not their warehouse. So it's likely they were not aware of a secret door unless they were lucky. The secret door. So, let me just remind you, um, this is what the situation looked like, except it's not what you look like, but you know, just so you know what's up. Um, when you originally came here. Uh, let's see though. You make your way back to where the secret door was, um, you push it open just like you did before, and it's right over here next to the stairs. That's the secret door? Yeah. With the sideways S? Yeah. Nice. That's the, the symbol for secret door in D&D Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you go in there, and it looks like it has not been disturbed, that they did not know about this area. Ooh. All right. Rub my hands together in anticipation and listen at the secret door. Okay. Can't Perceive, too, please. Can't be too cautious. Uh, that is, um, 18. Okay. Uh, there is no sound from inside. Cool. Let's try to open it. Alright. So you push it open. Again, it's like a section of the wall that just pushes in on hinges that aren't visible from the outside. Yeah. And inside you see two wooden crates. Oh, nice. Okay. Let's, uh check check their contents see what's going on here what the first one that you walk up to um has four 
framed items wrecked in leather like you remember. Um, and the second crate past the first one um, is also like covered in like just a piece of weathered hide. Um, but this contains silver trade bars. And nice. the amount looks just like you remember. Fantastic. It's all still here. Okay. It breaks my heart to leave it here, just like last time. But mm -hmm. this time, I have a plan. All right. Yep. I'm going to put it back the way I found it. Sure. And I'm going to exit the secret room. Sure. Um, do you have, like, sleight of hand or yes. uh, survival or anything like that? I do have sleight of hand. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Go ahead and do that one. Or deception, or however you want to do it out there. Uh, I'll do sleight of hand. Right. That is a gentleman's 20. Right. So you're able to kind of move everything back into place so that even the little, like, dirt on the floor and stuff doesn't give away the location, kind of cover your tracks a bit, mm -hmm. not call attention to the area. I'd so. like to do the thing where you put... A strand of something in the door jam in an inconspicuous area sure. between the, the frame and the door so that you know if it's been opened in your absence. So what do you have a strand of? I have thread, I have That's hair, I, use. I have all sorts of different things. I'm sure you do. But I want to use something uncommon so that it can't be easily replaced with uh, an imposter if lost. Sure. So I'm going to use one of my own hairs. Ooh, gobbo hair. Mm-hmm. Mutant gobbo hair. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, there's one greasy, a thick strand of hair. <laughs> <laughs> In an inconspicuous spot. Yeah, probably lower than most people would look. Yeah. And barely sticking out. Yeah. And, you know, that, that old trick. Yeah. That hoary old chestnut. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's take our leave. Mission accomplished. All right. What next? Uh, let's go report in on our mission. Okay. As we said we were going to do. Sounds good. All right, so you head to the location that Merc gave you for his home, his estate, in, in the dock district. Uh, oh, in the sea ward, sorry. Um, where he has a manor. Hmm. Um, when you approach at the gate, it is opened by a serving person who seems to have been given a description of you. Um, so, oh, yes. I'm right this way. Is it grade grubbing to, like, point out when you tried to live up to an ideal to not with the motivation being to earn inspiration, but just to see if that's a thing or not? I don't, I don't want to be... No, I mean, I haven't looked at your character sheet in a long time, so I don't know what your stuff is to know. 
I mean, I should, but I'm unprepared. Oh, that's part of this game. That's good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> One of my ideals is I'm loyal to my friends, not to any ideals. Mm-hmm. And everyone else can take a trip down the sticks for all I care. So for the situation where you talk to Yagra? Right. Yeah. So if you don't have inspiration, go ahead and add it to your sheet. I feel like that would have earned one. Yeah, I think that's fair. Cool. It just puts a little dragon symbol mm-hmm. in the roll 20. Because you just have, it's one. not like you have 12 points of yeah. inspiration. You have one where you don't. Right. Okay. On or off. That's cool. Yep. All right. I'm into it. So they, you know, kind of direct you up these stairs to the manor proper. Um, I'm happy to go ahead and make a percentile check. Nice. I knew I took those dice out for a reason. Yeah, I'm letting you use them because you said you took them. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is 30%. Okay. So you get to the door, and before you can even rap upon it, it is opened, and a, a half-elven butler is inside. And he says, Oh yes, miss, uh, we have been told that you might be coming by to deliver information. Unfortunately, Master Matt is out for the day, but he said I may take your report and um, uh, properly. He, he said you might have a uh, expenditure report as well. That's right. I'm like, oh yeah, crap. <laughs> I don't think I filled out my expense report. Because I... <laughs> the point wasn't to uh, actually claim any expenses. It was to... No, it was to out. claim expenses but not actually have them. Right. Was the plan you it had was made. to get paid <laughs> yeah. for spurious expenses. Yeah. Which All the never... taxis you took and... Yeah. yeah. Which never happens. Right. In corporate... No. Work at all. No. Ever. Um, yeah. This dinner was a business expense. Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why, yeah. <sighs> yeah, paperwork. Look, can I just get a per diem for this? Um, I'm going to have you make some sort of social role for that. Persuasion. Okay, sounds good. do 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 <laughs> was that well sounded for your roll? <laughs> yeah, I rolled a two, <laughs> and so my total is four. So I feel like there was no uh, inherent act of persuasion. It was just straight up like, "Look, can I just get a per diem for this?" Yeah, I think also <laughs> just you just asking. you tried to look really sweet, but you ended up just smiling. Your big freaky goblin smile at the half-elf. Yeah. And he, like, shudders a little bit. Needle sharp teeth. All your puppy teeth. Yeah. um, Which, to a human, I'm adorable. To a half-elf, I might not be. Yeah. So, yeah. I really would need some sort of documentation, receipts, a letter of some kind signed in your hand. I can get you parchment if needed. Fine. Uh, give me the form. I'll see to it. Right. And, you know, he turns around to one of the side tables, his little tails on his coat jacket, like, bristling by you a little bit, and he brings back, you know, a book to write on and some parchment and a quill. All right. 
so I need to make my report. Having secured the proper form to try to get paid for this, I can make my report to Higgins here. Yep. Okay. Cool. So I will fill him in on what I learned from the talking mayor. Right. You're reporting it as given. Yes. As given. Not adding any info, not withholding anything. Right. What are you reporting as expenses? Um, well, if I need to produce receipts, then... I think that he's just looking for you to, like, justify. Just fill out a form. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I think you might ask for some receipts if you were like, and I bought a boat and sailed to the other side <laughs> of the city. Like, that sort of thing. <laughs> to purchase a, a pleasure boat to live on for six months. Yeah. You were only gone three days. I was yeah, this in a was last night. Yeah. <laughs> a mage I hired. Um, not just normal uh, expenses that seem plausible for tracking down a talking mare. Okay. That I had to take several um, handsome rides okay. because I was trying to determine... In order to, to determine the correct mare that would pull it. Right. In order to not stand out, I had to have business right. with these. So I ended up taking lots of misdirecting rides until I found the right one and then had to um, pay for a ride and um, tip the, uh, the draymen who were unloading the thing to... Uh, because they were taking a break at the time. And I wanted them to get to work so I could gather the information in secret. Mm-hmm. So right. that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, so you hand back the parchment, um, and Higgins looks over it briefly, like doesn't gather details or anything, just goes, yes, the things were uh, written, right? Mm. And then turns around, and he puts the paper back on the side table, and... Um, you know how when we were in Kuwait, there was just a table that was all of the change from delivery? <laughs> that was just a giant pile of, of coins. Of coins. Yeah. yeah. Various denominations. So he goes basically to that and, like, carefully brushes a few coins into his palm. And it takes him a while because he's being careful, like, not to scratch the furniture or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, he turns around back to you and says, I assume a goodly handful will be... He kind of just like shoves these coins at you and starts to close the door. Um, and you can tell by the weight. There's about a hundred gold here. Nice, dude. The guy has no idea. He's like arrested development. How much could a bottle of Windex be? Like $50? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the shit? And rich people have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's not true. I feel like most rich people know exactly all that shit. Yeah, that's how I stay rich. rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I guess the truly, the truly wealthy could mm. be detached in that way. All right, fantastic. I suppose this will do. I'm gonna play it low, you know. Yeah, the door's already closed at this point. Oh, cool, because I already gave my report. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Wherever you'd like to note it, 
Please note that you have one renown with the Harpers. Okay. One renown. Fantastic. Okay. Well, we handed that in. Um, we don't have a lot to do except maybe see to some things uh, about about the tap room if we can. Yep, and you did have another job you were considering to do the protection for a 10-day. Um, and then you have your heist in the evening. Right. I'm looking forward to the evening heist the most. But I don't know what I can do in the intervening hours, you know, yeah. between now and then. Sure. You're going to head back to the tap room? Do you want to go somewhere else? Uh, I'll head back to my tap room. Okay. All right, so you head back. And Shan is once again waiting for you at the bar. Cool. All right. Say, Shan, what's the news? Well, um, as you instructed, I was looking into um, those shapes that I saw in the evening. Um, our neighbors have been reporting uh, little carvings in their doors of little rat faces and things like that. Um, someone spreading rumors that you're working with were-rats. Uh, I see. That is a nasty rumor if ever there was one. Um, hmm. We should probably find out who's spreading these dastardly lies and silence them. Yep, I'll, um, I'll keep looking into it. Excellent. Thank you. Keep up the good work, Shan. Of course. Yeah. Now, what else needs to be done around here? I don't know if I have enough money at this point to start hiring people to do things. Well, how much money do you have? I have 314 gold and three plat. Okay. And five silver. (laughs) But I need to, uh, you know. You could definitely start renovations with... 300 gold. Cool. That would um, pay for about four days of work. All right. And you assume you need probably about a 10 day of work to get everything ship shape. All right. Uh, well, let's at least get started. Yep. You know, like whatever deposit I have to give them, I don't figure I have to pay it all up front. Right. You know, I just have to secure... Like, say, all right, I'm ready to get started. Yep. So let's get started. Here's my deposit. Yeah, and you had met with people before, so you know what it's looking like. But it's going to be 200 gold as your to get your guild licenses and contracts. That's what you pay up front. Okay. Yeah, let's take care of that. Okay. So paperwork. 200 gold, gone. Gone. Geek's going to handle getting all your licenses together. Cool. And um, and getting work started, fixing the roofs, getting the windows to be windows instead of boards, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yep, they'll get started on it. I would like the windows to be easily replaceable. Okay. The kind that's like 
in a frame that goes into a hole in the wall right. so that when someone is inevitably thrown out of or into right. D or re-fenestrated <laughs> <laughs> that they could be replaced with ease at little expense. Sounds good. In fact, I might even be able to DIY that project. <laughs> Keep it under the under the table. Yep. So that work is starting. Cool. All right. Right, and um, if you'd like to just kill time or rest or whatever you can, if you want to visit around to other places, you can. Always up to you. I have one other thing to see, too. Uh, did I ever meet with the Brewers and Vintners Guild? Because I know I wanted to propose to them that I would just stock and sell their stuff but instead of buying it up front and then reselling it we just sell it and then you know um take a percentage oh, okay to get started i don't know if that's a thing or not you could definitely talk to them especially now that you have basically your license to operate with guilds yeah they'll talk to you cool I gotta see if that's the case. So maybe on my way to the yawning portal, mm -hmm. where I'll kill the rest of the evening, because I gotta figure it's about I don't know five o'clock by now. Um, that that I'll stop by and, mm -hmm. and, and talk to them and see what programs they have. What what deal they can work out with me, just to get started. Okay. So your plan is to start heading to the awning portal, but stop at the guilds on the way. Yes. All right. Do you want to RP that, or do you want to just handle it? Up to you. Uh, I kind of like to just handle it. Okay. So I think you would need to do a persuasion to see if they'll accept your terms. Sweet. Let's see. Maybe I'll make up for it this time. Yes. I didn't make a fart noise, so it might work. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't jinx me this time. <laughs> All right. That is a gentleman's 20. Oh, yeah. So you explain the circumstances. Um, the gnome, who is the current representative um, in the office at the time, seems very excited about the prospect of um, Troll Skull Alley kind of coming back and being a viable area for business. Um, and so he, he makes a handshake deal with you that like, come back once you're able to support casks and kegs. Um, but it sounds like something that can work out. Nice. All right. Now I'm no longer a tap room without any taps. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Okay. So you make it to Yawning Portal, um, a very nervous group of young adventurers awaits your arrival, um, but they're all geared up, ready to go, um, you know, with, like, the darker version of their clothes on, since it's, like, a nighttime sort of deal, and the, the halfling has, like, just black, you're not sure what it is, paint, oil, or whatever, just, like, splooched across his face. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And then Daniel says, uh, well, madam, we are ready. Excellent. Without further, no need to stand on ceremony, gents. Follow me. And they do. Cool. 
All right, so you're going back to the area. What I'll have you do is make a stealth check at disadvantage to see if you can corral this inexperienced bunch into quietude. Yes. Quietude. One of my favorite tunes. That one fell off the table. Hopefully it's good. All right, not bad. Uh, that is a bad one. All right, so that is 19. <laughs> Your bad one's a 19. Yeah, my bad one was a 12. My good one was a 17. And my stealth is 7. So. Well, there you go. Yeah, so they are a little galumpy, a little derpy, a little inexperienced, and like everywhere you go, they're like looking around like tourists in New York City, you know? <laughs> like they're looking up at all these buildings, but like they see a like, you know, a species they've never seen before, and they're like, you know, <laughs> just being real derps. But you're able to kind of bring it in. Trying to give them tips the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> like, how not to get mugged. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look around like a rube. Like, you're not sightseeing. Right. That shiny armor that looks all expensive, maybe put a potato sack over it so you look like a hobo. Yeah, Daniel starts straight up taking notes, like, while you're talking and stuff. But you get there, and it doesn't look like anyone's really been keeping an eye out. You're able to keep the group pretty quiet. Don't tie your money pouch to your belt by its strings. (laughs) Hold up his money pouch that I cut off and give it back to him. Instead, put it in your boot or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> give, give him all the, the hood tips. Yeah. The Goliath is also watching you, and after you hand back, like, the money purse, he, like, ties it back to his belt, and then a few seconds later, like, she's holding it, and she hands it back to him, because <laughs> that's their rogue of the party. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, man, now I want to play the female Goliath rogue. <laughs> Just a giant-ass rogue. <laughs> Just a giant rogue. Ooh. Yeah. Who wields a short sword that's the size of, like, a regular sword. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you make it to the warehouse. Again, the door is partially boarded up. Um, not an issue for you, probably not an issue, definitely not an issue for the halfling. The human can probably get through just fine, Daniel, but Goliath might have trouble squeezing through. Okay. She can try with her dexterity. Yeah. Uh, she is a rogue, so it's mm-hmm. plausible. Um, or the boards can be removed somehow. Up to you. Right. Well... see we want to remove the boards and put them back up mm. um so i'm gonna explain this operation here okay that the idea is we are never here so in order for everyone to fit through the door then i'm gonna eye the the half lane significantly mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're not all gonna fit through without some modifications so what we want to do take these boards off but delicately so that we can nail them back in before we leave now i have some thief tools and i have maybe like a little pry bar or something like that but i'm going to start working on one of them but if any of you have anything similar stout you know knife or something like that you might be able to maybe get one of these out if you could pry it out all right so i'll have you make a 
I'm going to call it sleight of hand since you want it to be subtle. Mm -hmm. um, check. Okay. All right. 22. Okay. So yeah, you're able to pop out the lower board quietly and easily. The nail's not even bent or anything like that. Um, didn't have to use any penetrating oil from my thieves' tools. No. And to be fair, the pry bar in thieves' tools is very small. Yeah. Um, and so the uh, Goliath pulls out her thieves' tools, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is just literally a crowbar and um like some nails and stuff like and a piece of rock and like just but she calls it her thieves tools fair um good enough not as delicate as yours but she pops it off the nail's still usable there's no damage to the, the frame or anything like that and she's like <sighs> and like puts it down next to your board well done excellent work all right sneak on in. This place should be vacant, so I don't foresee that we're going to run into anyone, but just in case. And you secured the potentially dangerous magical items where no one could get to them? I've been told they're quite secure, both magically and physically. We'll find out shortly. Okay. I only need help with their transport, but they can be volatile, so we need to make sure and be quite careful. I'm sure my man back at my manor will fill you in more exquisitely in terms of their magicality. I'm going to have to figure out how to uh, give Deke or Scratch or Shan the nod that, like, I'm kind of pulling right. one over, you know. But I feel like I could be, I could pull that off. So. Right. All right. So you're inside. I'm going to take a quick look around, see if anything seems to have been disturbed. I want to look for tracks in the dust or things moved about in my memory, like crates been moved or anything. Does anything look different? You may when I was here this perceive. Morning? Oh, all right, eighteen. Um, twenty-two. Yeah, no, it looks exactly like you left it. It looks like whoever thought they cleared this place out, thought they cleared it out. No one's come back. Nice. Only me. Cool. Gonna make a beeline for that secret door. Alright, so you head to the back wall. They follow you. They don't see what you're going for, but they're trusting you because you're the seasoned adventurer, the business owner, you know. The... Tour of the community. Exactly. Respectable. Alright, so you make it to the back wall. There's a look for the, the hair. Look yeah. for my hair. Yeah, nothing has been disturbed. Excellent. Alright, so I'll lick my finger, lick, hold the hair against the, the door frame, press on the wall in just such a way as to actuate it and press it open. All three of them look very impressed. And hold the hair open. Oh, trick. Okay. Tuck it into my pouch because I don't want to leave my yep. evidence around. Inside, there are two crates. Cool. One is heavier than the other. All right. These are both full of magic items. This one is heavily insulated. That's why it's so heavy. I'm told it's lined with 
lined with lodestone. <laughs> and that is what keeps its contents from destroying us all, ripping apart the very fabric of space-time around us. Yeah, they all nod like they know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds right. I feel like they would know what lined with lodestone is, and that's why it's so heavy. And the other one, like, this one is more mundane, but equally dangerous. This heavy one, I don't know who can handle it. I'm not equal to the task myself, but I can help. This one, probably pretty easily to transport. But these are what we're here for, and we need to get these back to my manor immediately. Alright, so Daniel moves in to help you with the lighter crate. Um, and like looks over his shoulder at his companions and the Goliath like shrugs and says Rowan and the halfling gets out his chalk pouch, chalks his hands and hefts the nice the crate of trade bars <laughs> so cool I should have secured them when I was here earlier to make sure that it like wouldn't like break or fall apart or whatever right. but I feel like it's a pretty stout crate yeah this was the, the traveling crate that you know it was in when it was stolen probably <laughs> so yeah nice yep. alright and so you make your way I'm going to have you do either stealth or persuade the idea being you need to be able to travel with two large crates back to your place of business without attracting attention all right, let's try stealth again. Should I do uh, disadvantage stealth again? No, because I'm thinking this time it's more of like knowing where to travel and how to talk your way out of things if someone talks to you. Got so it. I think it's just a straight roll is fine. It's like that mini game in a video game where you have to like stop and then the light has to pass yeah. from someone carrying a torch looking for you. Here, All right, go. Head in a box. Okay. All right, turn here. All right. Ooh, okay, uh, that's 13. So, okay, no, good enough. You know. Nighttime, dock district, a bunch of new bass people moving some crates. It's not the most suspicious thing in the world, especially when these supply crates, because that's what they are, um, they were stolen supply crates, um, are carried into a business that... As you approach it, you can see work has already begun over the course of the day. All right. So it's not implausible that supplies would be delivered. Right. Because, all right, that is super cool. And so as they approach, um, these three adventurers see your magical sign that's, you know, says, like, for business inquiries, basically head to the office and has the little magical waypoint. And when they walk in, there is Deke and Scratch and Shan um, sitting at a bar with new brass taps behind it um, and various like work items kind of like piled in corners and stuff like that for the construction that's going on. All right. Before they can say anything, I'm going to uh -huh. head them off at the pass and I'm going to call out to Shan. Right. Because she seems to be the, not like, she seems to have the most wits about her. Okay. Know, Deke is very book smart but doesn't seem to have any guile. Scratch I don't think is the best uh, communicator. Right. So Shan seems like my best bet in terms of uh, performance and charisma. 
So I'm going to call out to her and say, Ah, yes, Mistress Shan, we've retrieved the magical items that I was speaking of so recently to you. Seems that we've made it here unmolested. And now we need to ensure that the contents of these magical crates are no danger to us or anyone and haven't infected us with any sort of curse. Wink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll have you go ahead and make a persuade with advantage because she knows you. And it's kind of obvious, but still. All right. Whew. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay. She says, oh, yes, the... The items that we promised to make safe for the city so that doom would not befall us all. A most important quest, yes. Very well. Let me, and like, her eyes dramatically roll back in her head and this like strange mist starts to rise from the boxes as she chants nonsense words. She summoned a fog cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Deacon Scratch are looking at each other like, what? Um, and, uh, she says, yes, I, I should be able to secure these. It will take some time. Uh, thank you so much, um, my, my great mistress for bringing these back successfully. It looks like they were, the seals were not broken. Uh, I owe that to my able assistance here. Speaking of which, a job well done. Deserves a job. Uh, deserve compensation well Paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. A job well done deserves compensation well paid. And with that, I'll take out the, the gold piece, the final ten silver that I owe them, and flip it across the room at, I guess, Daniel yeah. is the leader. Yeah. Bing! And he, like, fumble catches it. He says, thank, thank you so much. I... We'll we'll be in the city for another ten day or so, like you know, establishing our name before we head off on adventure. Um, feel free to call on us at at the tavern. Will do. Before you head out, come by and see us. We should be up and running by then. Gesturing to the brass taps. Yeah, they look really so impressed on. with this place. Yeah. So it's my manner. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, you know bow awkwardly and head out the halfling Rowan flexing his muscles. <laughs> so cool. Has a chalk pouch. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll get a chalk pouch for my next barbarian. <laughs> Gotta have a chalk pouch. Gotta have a chalk pouch if you're gonna do any power lifting. It's right. awesome. And uh, that's where we'll go ahead and wrap it up for now. So it looks like you probably have the funding you need to get this place finished uh, once the work gets done, and maybe Shan will have more, some more information for you about what's been going on in the neighborhood. Yeah, we're going to see about that, and we're going to look to melt down this silver because you can't <laughs> move it as is. With stamped trade bars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's not sci-fi like Firefly where every molecule of the food is marked. So oh, yeah, no. Way. 
But it could be magically, you know, tracked or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and you like could that. definitely, you know, take a look for reals, not fog cloud pretend right. take a look. So. I'm going to have someone take a look just to be cautious because slow and steady is the way to go. Right. But I feel like if that was the case, it would have been found already long ago. Right. So I'm not too worried about that. I'm just going to melt it down into ingots and uh, say that, you know, I got it from my rich Uncle Gabo in the Gabo that Mines and stuff like that. Your reputation is really increasing in the city. People know that you're doing work for, you know, these... They don't know who you're working for, but they see you doing, like, these big jobs um, and, like, and coming out ahead of them. Um, I mean, you stopped the person who was murdering... The, the half elves and stuff in the dock ward and stuff like that. So you're you're definitely making a name for yourself. Cool. That'll come in handy. Yeah. I have to make sure that my reputation doesn't get tarnished. Yeah. Alright. Well, barbarians, thank you so much for listening in this time of solitude. Until next time, spend your rage wisely. Yeah, and don't shake any hands you don't have to. <laughs>